This is your announcer, Chuck Landington. Welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Today is America's Independence Day. But after the election last year, I had my patriotism program uninstalled, so I'm feeling sort of empty today. Guess I'll do what I do on all the other holidays and fill the void in my soul with hours and hours of porn. Enjoy your hot dogs. Here is the Metal Injection Livecast. Thank you, Chuck, and thank you for listening to the 418th edition of the Metal Injection Livecast. It's Rob here with the tiresome threesome. Let's see Fuck that. you. Tiresome. <laughs> Why are we tiresome? <laughs> this is the first. You're fucking tiresome. He says that we look like tires. That's what he means by tiresome. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> he meant that we're tiresome. That's an actual word. <laughs> but what are the odds Rob actually knew that that was an actual word? Of course word? I know he probably thought he was word. like being silly and making something up. Uh, no, you're wrong. It's about 50-50. Come on. <laughs> Both of you go to hell. You this is Rob. Fucks. No, don't be silly. I was insulting you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I'm not stupid. I was <laughs> insulting you. Thank you, Darren. Thank you both. for giving me the credit. You're that welcome. I deserve. <laughs> and that was Darren. Hi. I'm so tiresome. Yeah. <laughs> Way to sell the show. Here's there's there's demeaning Darren Delgado. Your demeaned. ass is demeaning. What are you projecting now? He's been demeaned. He's you just demeaned Darren. Demeaned this Darren. this show has been on for about thirty seven seconds, and you demean three people. You're averaging three demeanings per eleven seconds. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I'm going home. Fuck this. <laughs> I can't get out of here. The show just started. We have a, we have two hours of hanging out, Darren. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Yeah. <laughs> rub yeah, his back yeah. to make up for it. Should I rub your back? That's here? regretful, Robert Pezbon. <laughs> Can we just roll this back here? <laughs> <laughs> this is Chuck Blandington. Rob has gone home. This is your Let's start Chuck this Blandington. shit over. Reprehensible, Robert Pezbon. <clears throat> Hello, everybody. Hello. This is your announcer, Chuck Blandington. Go home, Rada. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. It was quick editing there. Very nice. <laughs> oh, no. This is your announcer, Chuck Landington. Go home, Rada. Oh. And now, here's the show. Rob can't go, go home. home Rada. <laughs> go home, Rada. Go home, Rada. Oh, I think he's trying to chant. <laughs> go home, Rada. Go home, Rada. Go home, Rabba. Don't worry. Oh, no. <laughs> and now the Metal Injection live cast without Rabba. Oh. <laughs> oh, thank God. Finally, it took us 418 uh, episodes. This is like the most active Chuck has been. <laughs> Seriously. At the beginning of the episodes. This is awesome. He's not getting paid extra for this, right? No. no, he's a guest star. He gets his name in the credits. We told but... him Rob might be going home, and he's like, I'll work for free for that. Maybe you need to be more active. Noya. Noya? <laughs> the hell is a Noya? Noya. That's how Russian mothers say my name. Noya. Robert, deal that nice girl, Noya. You should marry her. You should ask Noya. her on the bus. Him a robot. Give me a break. I'm a robot. I'm a robot. I'm a robot. <laughs> me no know how to use apostrophe. Oh, wait. Seriously? That's no. Rob typing my script. I did put it up. Uh-huh. I am a robot. Give me a break. <laughs> um, 
We have secretly recorded audio of Rob talking, demeaning us even more. <laughs> what? Yes. Okay. All right, hold on to your hoops. Are you ready? Sid is a guy <laughs> who is just delusional, okay? See? Don't worry about Sid, please. The delusion was that I thought we were friends. Yeah, who knew? Sid's been worried about me for 25 years, okay? He's just very jealous. Well, no, I that's just, true. I worry. I'm worried about you. Are you jealous? Give us a call. 213. Okay. <laughs> 213-wide nut. It's 213-943-3688. And it's the Fourth of, of July, July. and it is. Uh, we're working on a holiday. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm like, yeah, I'd rather do this than literally anything else. Same, yeah, because you get to demean us all the fucking yeah. day. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't be able to do this in public. I wouldn't be able to demean the people I'm hanging out with. They would kick me out of their barbecue. And so, fingering in public, me. you're okay with demeaning in public? That's where you draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> fucking weirdo. Although I'm a little less okay with fingering in public after learning that, uh, you know, if you get caught, it's like uh, you, you get put on the sex offenders registry. I thought you were going to say the germ issue. Like, you know, you just touch yeah. something on the subway. And, oh, no. Get a, get, a, get a handy wipe or something. I feel like, Rob, if you get caught for anything, probably just to be safe, they're going to put you on the sex offender list. It could be shoplifting. They're like, you know. Why would I shoplift? I'm just yeah. saying. It doesn't have to be a sex offense, so you probably still get put on that list. All he did is from the looks of you. If we're going by sex offender looks, Sid, you (laughs) kind of fit the profile perfectly. You know, Your Honor, more uh, listed you. All he did was swipe a bag of Cheetos, but he looks very rapey. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We don't think he's going to eat those Cheetos. (laughs) He's going to insert them. uh, He's going to tie a string to them. (laughs) Finger finger Cheetos in public. Lead a chubby young child to his doom. Oh come on. Come on. Come on. That's what you're going to say to the kid. That's not right. Oh, I love this conversation over the stars and stripes forever. <laughs> Sousa March. Uh, I was I was at a, a sports bar over the weekend, and they had, you know, ESPN, ESPN2 on all the channels. And ESPN was airing replays of previous Nathan's hot dog eating competition. <laughs> you got to fill time. They're all the same. Yeah. Why do you ever need Sometimes to see another one? Sometimes he eats more. And can I tell you, there is nothing that makes you lose your appetite more than watching yeah. dudes stuff fucking hot dogs yeah. in their face. <laughs> it's the worst advertising for Nathan's ever. Like, you could never want to eat a Nathan's hot dog again. It's so una- And I, I believe I've talked about this on the show before, but I've, ne- like, I, I've never felt like more of like uh, ultra left annoying like... Like, are we? Do we really need to waste this food? Like, this is such gluttony. Like, right. like people are starving, and you're just stu- like, it, that's really where my mind goes. Like, those yeah. hot dogs I feel could like feed star- every I, homeless person. I in wonder New York. if in Syria they had that same ESPN channel on watching. <laughs> that. Not, like, could you imagine? Like, I wonder. Like, like, like kids in these third world countries seeing this, it's disgusting. Well, the good news is they take the uh, post uh, contest vomit bucket and ship yeah. it to Syria. Oh. That's true. Well, you know, the, the way I thought about. It and the only corporate responsibility would be if Nathan's actually like some of the profits or whatever from that dumb contest if they donate to fucking feeding. No, do you it want goes to, to the winner. It goes to the winner. What? What the? Like, what goes to the winner? All the, the spoils. Money. 
Yeah, the spoils go to the person who ate all the hot dogs. The all fastest. the spoiled hot dogs. That's <laughs> See, the prize to get spoiled hot dogs. If they were smart, they'd get one of these like fucking Somalian oh kids my or God. something to be in the. It would be like Kenyans taking over the marathon. They would just eat a thousand and four hot dogs in like three minutes. So, like, is the prize just the hot dogs that they eat, or do they, like, the winner gets, like, citizenship or something? Like, how far do we want to go with this? Yeah, that's another thing. They can save the 20 grand. They don't even have to give a prize. Yeah. They could just get taken in yeah. by, uh, you know, someone, Nathan's employee. Oh, my God. You have you have to live with Joey Chestnut for a <laughs> There's a new guy now who just beat Joey Chestnut, who's right. like this... Uh, so Joey Chestnut didn't win today? No, Joey Chestnut did win today. And oh, last, he won last year, too. He didn't Kobayashi. win. He didn't, no. No. He didn't, it he didn't win two Matt, years ago. Matt something. Matt Stoney. Matt okay. Stoney. He won two years ago in 2015. It, Matt Stoney looked like a total... California Asian American like a skater bro yes. Asian American kind of guy. So he's in Trivium? He looks like the he looks like a midget version of uh, Okay. Matt see, Heafy. Yeah, same first name. But also not the hair, like the hair he has like accountant hair or something. <laughs> All right. Weird weird hair. Even after eating sixty hot dogs? <laughs> yeah, it's sweaty, but like he's still mustard in there. He looks like uh, yeah, like his uh, Matt Heafy's sensible uh, older brother. Okay. And shorter. Well, they're both perfectionists. Yeah, I would say younger brother different. at this point. That could, that yeah, that's true. That's true. So he didn't win this year? Uh, uh, Matt Stoney got destroyed. He lost by like 20 hot dogs. Oh. What happened? He, what about the dumb strategy of know. dipping it in the... It's well, like, they all do They that. all do it, yeah. It's so... It, it, it's reached such a... Like that to me is like, well, what's the point of you? Like, yeah, you're not eating hot dogs anymore. It's just cramming yeah. substances yeah. into your gullet as quick as possible. Right. But that's what it always was. Right. Well, that's we talked about this on the air before. There's these old school hot dog eating guys yeah. who are angry at the new wave. They did of it for the love of the yeah. hot dog. We ate the hot dogs for real. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Just big fat guys who just ate hot dogs because it tasted good. And then uh, you know, a, these <laughs> fucking skinny people with great metabolism. <laughs> Motherfuckers. I, we didn't dip it in water. <laughs> the only water is the dirty water that these hot dogs have yeah. been cooked in for 40 freaking years. They that, haven't changed the, the water. Contest. Let's see them drink the hot dog water. Oh. Whoever could drink like a gallon of it the quickest. Oh, my God. Beef okay. that water. So here are the stats. Joey Chestnut wins, eats 72 hot yeah. dogs he and He set buns. the record. Cholesterol, 2,160 milligrams. Is that a lot? Yes. yes. <laughs> Sodium, 56,160 milligrams. He's a pillar of salt now. So yeah. it's 56 grams of sodium. What? Ugh. Ugh. Well, if it's 56,000 milligrams. What's that in weed? Yeah. Do you know what 56, like, 56 grams, grams That's like three like? ounces of weed. Damn. Or two, a little over two ounces. Three I ounces like, of salt is like a handful like this. Go ahead, Sid, sorry. It's, it's weed math. That's the math Noah gets. Yeah. How does this translate into bags how, how of marijuana? <laughs> Calories, 20,000. The suggested but daily yeah, he, average is 2,000. But he's in good shape. So I would, probably, I would like, argue exercise is uh, not good compared shape. to me. He's Maybe on, these, on the surface, but like... Good shape is a subjective his term. Are probably, he, let's see his medicals. Yeah. Wait, that... That translates to 23 joints? <laughs> now I understand. <laughs> Far more than 23 joints. But uh, uh, what else? So I was watching this with the sound off. Major League Eating. Yeah. 
just that phrase alone That's is what good. is wrong with this world. But hold on. Is that any dumber than guys like beating the fuck out of each other and putting each other in chokeholds and yeah. shit? I mean, at least you Yes. Think. Yes. It's a that show of like physical endurance. One in, yeah. They both are. I think it's this. I think it's less disgusting. Uh, you don't get I, I, I would argue it's not dogs. the same. I would argue it's much sillier. Sillier. I but agree. Not yes, it worse. is an endurance test. It is an endurance test, but also standing up mm-hmm. and putting your your. When a woman does a, a pornographic film where she takes a hundred straight dicks in the ass, that's also and it's all the same. It's just human <laughs> endurance. Major league gang banging. <laughs> yeah, I would like it's a trial major league bouquet. Uh. I would liken it more to. To that, to porn, then the end result of a Nathan's eating contest looks more like the floor of a bukkake than anything else. Yeah, there you go. But also compared to like, and also their mouths are all foamy and shit. <laughs> but compared to MMA, the other two, you're not getting brain damage afterwards. You get I don't know. I don't know. When was the last time Joey Chestnut got tested for brain damage? You got to be. Mm. Got all that, all that sodium nitrate in his body. I wonder if he gets a colonic after. Yeah, he. I feel like he has to do some sort of like all. Yeah, it's it's crazy to me that it's just an industry and like the. But it's really it's an industry once a year. You don't really hear about it otherwise. It's not like it's on TV. It isn't, but it just because you don't hear about it doesn't mean it's they have not a thing. Eating contests all over the world. Yeah, yeah, but I think the only one anybody cares about is this one. But that it's like the Super Bowl is the most popular football game, but people always watch football anyway. So this is like the Super Bowl if no if the rest was like minor leagues. But it doesn't mean that they're not making money. Like Joey Chestnut's full nut job, full time job, full nut job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he is a nut job. He is a nut. But I don't full-time think like job. the rest of them can do. Like if you're the absolute best at something, fine. But like the second best, I don't think can live off of this. I don't know. There was like a. It's MPB like he has a fucking mansion. He's like a bum ago. who lives in Philly. But they have these things all the time. Though. Yeah. You can do it. This like, is just the biggest one. Is the world championships of eating fried oysters like a well-attended event? No, but I do. Oh, think- my God. I, you know what I would crush? A shrimp eating guy. <laughs> would you guys spot with the live cast sponsoring and a what, shrimp yes. Sponsor how? <laughs> Where we have to you buy would, the shrimp? You and would- you have, but you can't be in it if we're sponsoring it. What do you mean? No, no, no. You no, like you we're his team. You're my his entry. Oh, oh, me a, like, we walk him down to the ring. Athlete, yeah. We grease him up with like Vaseline <laughs> so he gets more shrimp into Ladies his mouth. and gentlemen. <laughs> you keep refilling my seltzer so I could have a little. <laughs> what am I, you fucking lackey? Hire an intern. Get the fuck out of here. Seriously. You'll be my team. My team here. Come on, guys. After you demean the shit out of us for like 45 <laughs> yeah, <right>? seconds. <laughs> he was negging us. Yeah. Now we're going to do anything it's he my, It's my, it's how I, it's my process. <laughs> His love. Yeah. It translates from how his parents yeah. used to show him love. Yeah, exactly. It's the only way I know. Rob is my nigger. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, dear. You're like Mr. McMahon over here. Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if there was a shrimp eating contest, you would probably like clean oh, out I'm the sure world's options. There's got to be. <laughs> would you do fried or cocktail? Or no. scampied? I wanted cocktail. Co- cocktail. cocktail is the, of course, the, Rob purest, the cocktail. purest form. Wait, what? <laughs> Does, it's purest form, and also, they, and also, see here's the thing: eat? it has to be pe- well, like peel and eat with the tail, just the tail. I feel like the whole peel that might be too much, but even because so, otherwise, without the tail, you could just grab fistfuls and cram them into your face. Exactly, at once. no, it has to be the tail. There has to be, yeah, one at a time. But the rest is peeled. Yes, cocktail sauce. 
There, that should be there, sure, for a little... You I see, would, that would get in the way, I feel like. Like, well, like but in the it's hot dog optional. eating contest, is, there's not mustard and ketchup involved. It's just a hot dog in a bun. Sure, but some, you know, hey, what, what if I'm so far ahead that I'm like, oh, I need a little palate cleanser. Okay, Here's well, if, if you want to, you know, do that, but then you're not going to break a record. What kind you of competitive to, eater are you? Yeah, plow right through. <laughs> shrimp. Plow right through, I've that. Two one three wide nut. That's our number. If you think you could beat me in a shrimp eating contest, that's two one three nine four three three six eight eight. And we have a lot of Dave Mustaine quotes this week, which is very exciting. He's been doing. A, I guess we oh, haven't talked about Dave Mustaine in a while. I feel. I just realized why it's because Megadeth is out on the road right now. They're touring with Meshuga in uh, secondary markets, the, or I guess some, some primary Death markets. Tour. Is that what they're calling it? Meshuggah Death? Yeah, like Dave Mustaine would allow the other band's name to be first. Mega Sugar? <laughs> Not allowed. <laughs> so we, we have a few. Uh, the first one I want to read, uh, I want to talk about is this link. Uh, we posted this on Metal Injection over the weekend uh, where Dave Mustaine says everyone in Megadeth uh, has to submit song ideas to the label and management. That's the title. Megadeth are talking about already heading back into the studio. Uh, they're going to be in the studio in the fall after this tour, starting ideas for their next album. And so he... he you know, because what the world needs is yeah. another Megadeth album. We're so quickly, they just back. released one, like, at the end of 2016. Yeah. Which... People are saying it was good. I never even I listened to it like once, and I'm like, all right, I can't. You got it. But I can't. I can't listen to Meg. I'm very biased. I will. I will. Uh, Wait, the media is biased, is what you're saying? Fake news. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am biased. When I report about Megadeth, I try to be unbiased, unless he says something absurd. Then there will be some bias. Bias. When does he not say absurd things? Well, it's like if there's a, a song post, I'm not going to shit on the band. Like it's like, oh, here's the song. It's just an unbiased report about the facts, which is there's a song here. You can listen to it. Okay. But like, if I don't, I'm not going to be. But it sucks. Do the comments agree that those posts are unbiased, or do they still call you a libtard piece of shit? Oh, I mean, they, there's plenty of other posts to call me a libtard piece of shit over. We could. We could go through, but those. they don't attack you on the generic ones where it's just usually YouTube no. link. No, uh, yeah, that's correct. No, okay, they're fine on those. Um, you guys are slacking. So, do you have this uh, quote pulled up that he? Uh, oh no, that he gave. So he was interviewed, and so this is going to be. So it's Dave Mustaine says everyone in Megadeth uh, has to submit. Um, God six. He makes them submit. You have to tap. <laughs> Did he do a rear naked choke? <laughs> An Americana. Okay. Yeah, everybody does. Everybody has great ideas. The problem is there's so many great ideas. So for me... <laughs> is that I, a problem? Yes, for him. Because everything... Oh, there's just so much. Everything's so great that it's, so, it's not great. That's the problem. So for me, I learned a long time ago, instead of putting our friendship on the line, causing problems between them and myself, that when they submit songs and stuff, they just submit it to management. And the label, and then, you know, if they like it, because, see, it would suck, wouldn't it, if they had a great song, and I heard it, and I was busy during the day, or I had something going on that was like some kind of hectic bullshit, <laughs> and they played this great song for me, and I didn't hear it, and it was gone forever. That would suck, wouldn't it? 
So what he said, it's like an elaborate way of saying he doesn't want to talk to his band members. And also that he lets management decide what songs they do? Yeah. Pretty no, much. He yes. basically is like, oh, that's what it is. I don't want to make these decisions. Here, send them to management. If management, here's, let me, sorry, let me parse it. Let me start over. <laughs> There's a high probability that your idea sucks. So instead of me telling you it sucks, there you go. Send it to management. If they like it, they will send it to me. If I don't think it sucks, they will then tell you that we yeah. could do this idea. And if, if I, I think it sucks, I will tell you that they never showed it to me because they thought it sucked. Exactly. So always just blame management. It's their fault, not mine. Hey, <laughs> he's a professional. This Did, is what happens when you're in the game for over thirty. Does years. he submit his stuff to management also? That's what I was thinking. Like, there's no way. Like, if he wants oh, to do something. Yeah. Hey, management, can I write this song about how there's lizard people turning the frogs gay? Whatever. Sure. <laughs> That's what the management That's says. That's popular now. That's right in the demographic. Why not? Uh, well, to be fair, his management is doing a good job of keeping him on message and not talking about politics. His when has been the last real political slip up that he had. He hasn't really been talking about it. He avoids well, it. guys in charge now. What? His guy is in charge now. He's not a sore winner. But even in the year, even in the election leading up, he wouldn't say who he supported. He was being he was being on his best behavior. And then so, but there's cracks. And now there's but, but. cracks in your voice. <laughs> Much like my voice, there's cracks in Dave Mustaine's demeanor. Uh, so like the more bad skin, the more interviews he gives, the more he says these like crazy ideas. So he gave this other interview. Let's see who is this for? The Columbus Dispatch. Uh-huh. It's a reputable paper, I think. And so uh, he was talking about how he was there the night Metallica was inducted. Mm-hmm. And uh, Darren, do you have this pulled up? Oh, so <laughs> I'm basically there with the Metallica thing. That was basically just a diss these guys pulled. It, but it would be nice to be in there on my own two feet. I'm sure at some point it'll happen. You can't create a whole frickin' music style and not be recognized for it. Right? Right? No, I added that last, yeah. last part. But probably not. He is, right. he, is, he is recognized as the uh, inventor of Thrash, though. I feel like Th- nobody what? really... Who? Mustaine. Just by himself? Yeah, like the, I, don't, I don't doubt that he participated in it. I mean, like, is he no, the, like the creator? The, like, all the other bands are like, yeah, it was Mustaine. Who? Like, who the says mo- that? Uh, law, like I'm not the saying that's guys. not true. I just never heard that. There was a... In the documentary... admit it? In the documentary, Get Thrashed. Hmm. They talk about it. Well, you've named one guy, so who said that? Besides Dave. Dave's uh, Dave's too. I think uh, the Testament guy said it. Uh Uh, The guy, Gary Holt. Did he say it, or are we doing like, like inductive reasoning? Like, you know... Like Lars said, he that Dave Mustaine crafted Metallica sound, and these guys followed Metallica. Therefore, they're saying Dave Mustaine created it. Um, but it's not literally they're saying Dave Mustaine created it. I honestly, it's been a little bit since I've uh, I've seen the documentary, so I could look up the clip. Yeah, sounds like a little bit of Modus yeah. Tollens shit going on here. Also, um, does the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame even know that thrash is a thing? Probably well, they, not. Like. 
They uh, inducted Metallica as a thrash band or as, hey, this is a very popular hard rock band. That sold trillions of records. Is there going to there's not going to be a second thrash band in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's never going to happen. Come on. Sorry, Dave. They're also going to induct Five Finger Death Punch next month. Yeah, exactly. It's like the, Dave is like the commenters. Oh, Scott Ian also says that, Mr. Fuck him. They, yeah, they, he's not getting inducted either. He got up on his soapbox so he could be a normal height and say that. <laughs> he, uh, these, I was going to say, it reminds me, Dave reminds me of the commenters who were like, you know, metal injection doesn't cover my favorite band. You know, it's the same thing. It's like they don't, they're, they're going to recognize me because I invented thrash when they're not even thinking about it yeah. at all. Well, speaking about thinking about it, so Megadeth finally won a Grammy, first time in a billion years. They were He kept joking that they were the Susan Lucci of the Grammys because they would always be nominated, never win. And also because of his hair. <laughs> <laughs> and so what's insane is that even though he's, fi- oh. he's finally won the Grammy, of course it was hilarious as they were going out, the house band was playing Metallica, mm-hmm. Master of Puppets, but whatever. Uh, he didn't care. He said he didn't hear it allegedly. Even though he was riffing out. You know why he didn't hear it? I figured this out since we talked about it. Okay. He hears Master of Puppets in his head all the time. (laughs) So he thought it was just that. He didn't know the house band was playing it. Understood. So he, in this interview with the Columbus Dispatch, God bless the Dispatch, they really caught Mustaine Mm -hmm. on a great day. He said he's not happy with the Grammy. As crazy as I am, (laughs) I was thinking about the Grammy the other day. And how it was given to Megadeth, Mustaine said. Oh, wait, that's me. Hold on. (laughs) I was thinking it would surely be a lot better if it was given to Dave Mustaine (laughs) and not to Megadeth. I guess you've got to keep the fire burning. What the fuck is that? Well, what is, first of all, before we get into the larger thing, let's get into the smaller thing. What does keep the fire burning mean? Like keep trying, keep trying, and creating good music to eventually win another Grammy. I think but, he meant to keep oh, the homie fires it. burning. <laughs> but what he's saying is like that. That slight yes. fuels him to. Yes. Wow, you're a prick. That <laughs> makes the whole thing ten times worse. It's it's well, the most insane quote. What's even the context of that? Like, what prompted him to say that? Yeah, what was the question? Uh, well, I, the article was just asking him about the Grammy that he wanted, if he's happy and satisfied to uh, finally... It, it's written as a story, so it doesn't have the question. It's just like, when we discuss... Oh, let me Wouldn't it be it. funny if it wasn't an interview? He was just standing on, like, <laughs> Sepulveda Boulevard or something, and then, I should have won a Grammy by myself! Oh, so the lead-up to it was 10 albums later, he finally checked another box off of his list by winning a Grammy Award for Best Metal Performance this year. Uh, even so, he won't be fully satisfied until he has a Grammy with his name on it. Doesn't it say the members of the band on the Grammy? I would assume like he has a songwriter credit too, and that would be on there. Yeah, and also, can he control how they submit themselves for nomination if he wanted to? And also, like, why? Who, who else is Mega? Like, yeah. he is Megadeth. See, it's synonymous. Like, like, what is it? 
That'd be like, uh, yeah, like if it, go to an engraver and have them change the fucking inscription. That would be that like upset. Trent Reznor saying, like, oh, you know, it sucks that Nine Inch Nails won and not me, Trent yeah. Reznor. But he probably has it both ways, so he's fine. Well, at this but, point, and yeah. he's got Oscars. And he's good. Just Trent's to be, good. just. But to, wait, does the Oscar say Trent Reznor or Nine Inch? No, it says Trent so. Reznor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so just to be devil's advocate, like, it, do these guys in Megadeth really care? Because they're like all session guys at this point. Well, Ellison is not right, I mean, right. I guess. Uh, no, they're. Uh, three of the members in the band at the time that they won recorded on the album. Mm. Okay. Like uh, the guitarist did the solos and all that stuff. I'm sure uh, Mustaine wrote most of the solos. Anyway, it's just ridiculous. Why even? Yeah, why even say that? Because he's Maybe a prick. Like Have we established this yet? Area code 904. Is this Dave Mustaine? Yes, this is Dave Mustaine. Whoa. Wow. And the reason why I didn't get that Grammy... It's James' dog's fault. That's why I kicked him. <laughs> or maybe the dog took the Grammy with his name on it. Was the dog also the one who pulled the plug on Metallica during that same Grammy event? Aha! But hey, what's up, guys? This is Ryan from Florida. I was just calling in just to listen. Oh, we Ooh. lost we lost Mustaine. We now have Ryan from yeah. Florida. How's it going, Ryan? It's the 4th of July. We're on a little earlier. What are you doing? Where are you driving to? I am driving, yeah. I'm driving uh, back up to Virginia. Why were you in Florida? Why would anybody go to Florida? Well, I was going back home for the weekend, and I went to the Warped tour as well. I see. Which was fun. What bands did you check out at the Warped tour? I'm considering going. It's next Saturday. Uh, Carnifex was really, really good. Uh, Stick to Your Guns, amazing. Um, Silverstein, a good classic. They were all really good. Mm. Any actual punk bands? I don't I don't keep up, so um, I don't know who's actually... I mean, who like the headliners? I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a pretty big fan of, of uh, hardcore, so I had actually heard of Sick of It All before, but I had never listened to them. Oh, dear. They're like an 80s hardcore band, and uh, I <laughs> yeah. got to see their set. They really surprised me. I really liked them. Said your thoughts that they like, that they were still ambulatory at yeah. that age was that the surprise? Whoa, these guys can walk on stage without yeah, assistance. I never know, and I, like this shows you how I like how little touch I have with stuff is that I never know whether Sid's gonna like a band or not when it comes up. Well, because a lot of times it's like there's personal reasons, non-musical reasons that I like with H H two O. I actually hate musically and for other reasons, but sick of it all, I have no problem with. I mean, it's amazing they're still around. Yeah, if but. you if if you would have someone would have said sick of it all, we were playing a game show. Uh-huh. I would have said Sid loves this. I don't. No, I wouldn't say love. Okay. Yeah. I don't know that there's any hardcore. I, it's all so sick sounding even when it's good that it's yeah. hard to love Agreed. anyone I mean they're one of the originators mm. they're like what Dave Mustaine was to thrash mm. how about <laughs> how about Ludacrist you like Ludacrist I don't know that I've ever actually heard any of their songs uh, oh what should play one what about Madball that's already a little too uh, meatheadish. Yeah, that's like the corn of hardcore when, a great when your claim to fame is like oh which one of our members is currently in prison this is just not my. I don't. I don't. All know right, we're gonna put credit. you back on hold because the car sounds are. Thanks for calling, yeah, Ryan. Thanks for calling. Have a good trip. Give it all alive and kicking. Good for them. Um, Christ is the guy from uh, Murphy's Law. Different. Jimmy guy. Gestapo. Uh, let me look it up because I don't want to give bad information. So I definitely like Murphy's Law. Uh, they were like funny hardcore. They were one of the only hardcore bands with a sense of humor. 
That was sort of their thing. There was a hardcore band that just released like a back in the day song that was like awful. But I thought I was sick of it all, but I guess it, it was. could be. Maybe it was Mad They've Ball. definitely, as they've aged, written some corny fucking songs. Sorry, I was wrong. Uh, Scatterbrain. Ludacris went on to be members of Ludacris formed Scatterbrain. Okay. Sorry. They're from Long Island? Yes. Okay. So maybe I've heard like a song or two, but not really like a lot. But sick of it all, you know, they were good, catchy. It was listenable. It wasn't just right. like Man. bro-y stupidity. <laughs> so it was Agnostic Front. Oh, right. oh yeah. Front. Eh. Uh, well, here's the song I really want to play because it's so cheesy. It's called Old New York. Oh, boy. One of my favorite things is Old New York. I hope they don't ruin it. All this, the animals come out at night. This is a sequel to Brooklyn Girls. Horse. <laughs> it actually, this is, this would be like the, the old guy's version of Brooklyn yeah. Girls. Old hardcore guy. Sick. Venal. Someday a real ramp. Rob's jamming out. <laughs> I really hate the song. I do. Yeah. He saw her at South by Southwest. He saw her perform like eight times Not last true. year. Never. I, I was when I first saw the song, it disgusted me so much because everything they talk I'm like, this isn't a Brooklyn thing. This is But like, then the venue doing? was like free brisket if you come in and check out Brooklyn Goyles. South free, free vegan sandwiches. Mm. South Williams Bogue by <laughs> Southwest Bushwick. <laughs> It's not like that. That's what it is. <laughs> buffalo balls in the mouth. Yeah. Also, just the vocal. Oh, wow. <laughs> What the, yeah. That is not hardcore vocals. Can I also it's, say? Oh, sorry, go ahead. This—that's like how that guy sings, Roger Murray. That's sort of how he sings. This is oh. also the opposite of Brooklyn Girls. This is talking about how like corporations are ruining New York, right? Well, I'm saying it's like the old guys' version of like it's the get yeah. off my lawn version. Yeah, uh, yeah, of shouting out Bro- yeah. New York. I I feel like the production—it's too clean. Oh, it's too clean. did he just say like there was violence in the streets? I missed that. Yeah, like, that's, that's we were yes. like, He's like, oh, remember when Forty Second so Street stupid. and the Lower East Side was so dangerous that you would get stabbed? Yeah. I missed that. But I hear people say that all the fucking time, and I don't understand it. You know, oh. it's like it sucked. It was terrible. There was and, charm to and, it. And you city, don't miss but. it either. It's just your life is such shit right now yeah. that you this long, life is fine. Roger Murray's you life long is to be nostalgic. Fine. Well, maybe the lyrics are just like too <laughs> blunt. Like they're not very creative. Well, wait, in <laughs> hardcore? <laughs> how that. dare you say that about <laughs> hardcore lyricism? <laughs> 
the Bowie. The he sounds like Katie Shaw. The Bowie. The Bowie. the Bowery slums. Remember when there were slums in the Bowery and not John Varvatos? <laughs> I could go jacket in Central Park and I could stand in my testicles. <laughs> testicles. That's why he sounds like that. Testicles. Testicle stabbing. I don't have bubble balls in my mouth. I just got stabbed 450 times when I was 17. I miss the old New York. I miss the old New York. So it's so cliche, and also like these guys have been in a band for like thirty years, thirty-five years. You could listen to their first recording and this one. There's zero musical growth. Yeah. Now I'm not asking you to turn into the new King Crimson, right. but some give me something. You're not singing better. You're not well, playing any instrument better. Sid asking for more noodling. It's amazing. Just show me something. You've been playing these instruments for as long as I've been alive, dude. Give me something, man. Brooklyn Somebody. Girls in 1983 They used to have distended vaginas And everyone had <laughs> chlamydia Please tell me there's a line about Jerusalem pizza in there oh. I went to Jetu Pizza And now it's a Starbucks I can't believe it I missed the old New York We're all the gangs That's what people miss about the old New York where are all the race wars? Yeah. Where's Bernie gets shooting for black people on the train? Terrible. I can't believe my neighborhood's so safe. Yeah. Where's Son of Sam oh. killing people because his dog told him to? Also, he just said, where are all the drug dealers and freaks? I'm pretty sure there's still yeah. just as many drug yeah. dealers. And way and more freaks. Yeah, they're yeah. just hip. You call them hipsters now, and you you look down yeah. on them. And there's Reddit. You find them through Reddit yeah. now. Yeah. Remember I mean, when yeah. HIV killed? Now you just have to take a pill. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> oh. I miss the old New York. I miss glory holes and putting my dick in a wall. And someone backing into it with their asshole. <laughs> Good times. I just love that they, they write these lyrics with a straight face, and then you know they're sending their kids to, like, prep school. Yeah. Oh, no, you don't want to go to that neighborhood, son. I miss the old New York, but you stay the fuck away from it. Oh, I miss the old New York. Meanwhile, they moved to, like, deep in Jersey. Uh, Probably, yeah. I miss when my child's prep school was not so ethnically diverse. <laughs> now he has to hang around with that Indian kid. <laughs> Danny I miss oh. the old New York <laughs> That's why I don't live in New York anymore yeah. I moved to Piscataway Spending the first 25 years of my life within the same 300 square foot area because in the end we're all the time. <laughs> I miss the old New York. Also, there's not a single agnostic front concert where anyone in the audience is over 18 years old. So they were born after old New York long had long since. So who are you singing to? <laughs> They're the ones. Doing all the stuff they're complaining about. Yeah, like, yeah. They're yeah. coming in with their John Marvino study yeah. and their lattes. Yeah. I miss 1987 when all the people who understand this song were alive. Yeah. And now they're all dead, so I'm singing to people who have no 
idea what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> It is catchy, I gotta say. The hook is, the hook, I feel like after they repeat it five times, yeah. Like, yeah. Very good. Inane lyrics, good song structure. Mild thrash. Kind of like uh, what was Steel Wings, Wings of Steel last week. Yeah. Inane lyrics, but catchy. By who? Gotta watch your back. You're like, you miss that? Yeah. Like having to watch your back. Because like, he was the one jacking people. It was just back then. It was so much easier to prove that you were a fucking tough guy. Ugh. All you had yeah. to do was live in New York City and people assumed it. Now <laughs> he walks around with his tank top and tattoos and people are like, oh, there's just like another douchebag. How he works at Starbucks. It's not the same aura anymore. He misses when he could just. Have that intimidation factor just waking up. Yep. I miss taking the train to Coney Island and squaring off with a gang of <laughs> baseball bats. Oh, wait, that was the Warriors. <laughs> that was a movie. <laughs> My bad, I did a lot of drugs. <laughs> I guess that's it, really. It's just the hook again. We got a plenty out of that. That's not true either. Well, now it's not. Rob, he misses the old New York when that was true. <laughs> we had the tallest building in the world and then they blew it up and now it's not there anymore. <laughs> it wasn't that. The World Trade Center wasn't even the tallest building. At the time, it was blown up, right? It was a Sears yeah. Tower. Yeah. There you go. One point for Sean. <laughs> yeah, he they missed the old Chicago. <laughs> I missed the old Chicago. <laughs> do you right. think they do that? Like, like every tour stop, they say whatever city. <laughs> Somebody uh, like local hands them a list yeah. of things to. Could put you into imagine the- like they're playing Wisconsin and say, "I miss the old." They're like, "Okay, who cares?" I miss the 1978 Rockford Assholes, <laughs> <laughs> who won the IHL championship. Now they suck. Here's the first song on, the, on Agnostic Front's first album, just for comparison. I mean, the recording quality is obviously going to be worse, but that's it. The vocals are actually better. Yeah. yeah. Everything kind of blends together well. I feel like uh, th- these kind of lyrics work better when it's like you're a chronicler of shitty things going on around you, yeah. as opposed to an old man grumbling about how you I miss know. the shitty things. They, yeah. No one living in yeah. that time liked yeah. the shitty things. Back thing. then, it was like, oh, the city sucks. We've got to stick together so right. it doesn't destroy us. Exactly. And then the same people who were saying that later on, like, oh, I miss those days of yeah. the city. Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> if he would have made a song saying, like, you know, listen, things sucked, but we banded together, and da da da. Now it's like late. Okay, I would have totally bought into that. I feel the same way. Here's something on the second album called Public Assistance. (sighs) That's not promising. This part? Yeah. This could be the record skipping. (laughs) 
Can't understand the word. I just hear this and I'm like, they're trying hard to be like bad brains or yeah. like suicidal tendencies, but it's not anywhere near as good it's as either of those very things. Very derivative, sure. The voice is, his voice is not like potent enough. But these guys are like New York hardcore legends. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know why, f- for years and years, and it don't really sound alike at all, but I always could, f- I always, my brain. Uh, switches agnostic front and armored saint for some reason. Hmm. Oh yeah, with no. John Bush. Totally. I'm sure those fan bases are similar. Because yeah, the fan bases are similar, but a- the the shows. It's just the a yeah, the a messes me up. Area code five six two. Are you an agnostic front? <laughs> I am not an agnostic front. Uh, this is Mario. I was in a band called Capital Punishment that, um, like that. did street punk. Is what they called it. Did you have a but, song uh, about the old New York? Or the old California. Yeah, he had a song no. about old Pomona. <laughs> we we had we had a song about I think it was like ninety five freeway or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We were kinda shitty. <laughs> you don't even remember uh, did you, you write the songs? Nah well that one like we were working on so we didn't have the vocals all down. Um, when I quit the band just because uh, the drummer kind of reminded me of Dave Mustaine. <laughs> so, in what sense? Yeah. In what sense? Ginger. Um, subtle racism and sexism. Oh, okay. That's... <laughs> and just an asshole alcoholic. I'm talking like old school, you know? Are they still together? Um, I think they are. Although I don't know for how long, um, my old best friend Vivian was the vocalist, and uh, she was dating the drummer. Um, so like they split all the time, so they're always breaking up the band, and that was another reason why I quit the band. So I it's did like not the, want to deal with that shit. So they're like the Sonic Youth of street punk. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I mean we were okay. I enjoyed what we played, but uh, mm. uh, just. I just never thought we were ever going to get big or anything. I just, so I didn't care. I just wanted to play. You're just in it to get big? That's not why you do music. Um, I think that's why the drummer wants to do it. He wants to make money, and it's just like we're playing a punk in a punk band. We're not going to make money. Like, what are you expecting out of this? Tell that to my chemical romance. <laughs> Ugh. I don't know. Ugh. They probably consider themselves a punk band, right? Yeah. Are you working today, uh, probably, Mario? They probably. Uh, no, I had today off. I had yesterday and today off, and then um, Thursday I have a funeral to go to. Oh, who died? My grandmother. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Aww. Grandmother or father? You said. Mother. Oh, okay. Don't. Yeah, my grandma. Um, she hadn't Mario. been doing too well, so we kind of saw it coming. That sucks. But um. Yeah, just, you know, one of the things that I, I was going to say is, you know, thank you guys because you guys definitely cheered me up listening to last week's episode. Oh. Um, and, yeah. Sounds well, like you've uh, been through a lot these but, last couple yeah, of weeks. seriously. What was that? Sounds like you've been through a lot these couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been really rough. And then... um let's see on on Saturday I'm going on vacation to Colorado uh, for a week you gotta get back in the swing of things and start porking married women again 
It's a whole new bathroom in Colorado. <laughs> well, That's what your grandmother would have well, wanted. I, <laughs> yes. What Grandma Connie would have wanted. It's Baba Mario. Um, I already... <laughs> no, I think we have his grandmother um, on the line from the afterlife. Can you... Uh... Oh, my God. Oh my. Baba Mario? Yeah. Gra- Baba Mario, is that, is, you? That you? is that you? Mario. Mario, is that you? <laughs> Oh my God! Everything is hazy. Wow, our link up to to the afterlife is really Mario. Fun. Please heed my words from beyond the grave. Fuck as many married women as you can immediately. Oh, I, I commanded. I command it. It's your it's your grandmother's <laughs> wish, Mario. Mario, you okay. never told us your grandma was I'll, Maya Angelou. <laughs> That's awesome. Still I rise, and so does my grandson's Pekka when he sees a wedding ring. Still I rise. <laughs> Mario, Mario, please hear my words. I guess I have to do as you wish, Grammy. Definitely never use a condom. I was born in 1935, so this may not be the best advice. Grandma Mario's grandma, how do you feel about the old New York? I miss the old New York. I miss gangs and stabbings and shootings. Okay, Her, Grandma Mario is being called back yes, to. Uh... Right. Oh, bye, Grandma. I'll miss you. <laughs> wow, that so was, nice that, that was we could uh, share that moment. Beautiful. <clears throat> I needed that. <laughs> Jeez. All right, Mario, we're gonna let you go. She's so broken oh. up from hearing his grandmother. He's crying. Oh. It's beautiful. Such a beautiful moment. I'm crying. <laughs> Um, I was also. I wanted to. Uh, oh, to also ask Sid. Sorry. Sure. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to ask you, Sid. Uh, what do you think of the subhumans? Um. Well, there's two different ones. Are you talking about the Canadian ones or the oh. British ones? Whoa, this the, the, the British ones. I have a few of their albums. They're pretty good. I have. I don't. Uh, God, it's been so long since I listened to that kind of punk. But I had a few of their albums, and they were good. Yeah. They were a little bit more intellectual okay, yeah. than some of the other Brit punk bands of that era, like Exploited and stuff like that. We have some of the mm-hmm. Canadian sub-humans uh, here. Uh, audio. Would you like to hear it? Yeah. Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> yeah all right. <laughs> this is definitely subhuman. They're talking about Brooklyn, Saskatchewan in this song. <laughs> Slightly different. <laughs> I miss the old nude moose jaw. That's an actual place. Yep. All right, Mario. Not new moose jaw. Just moose jaw. All right. That's true. They've gentrified. All right. Thank you, guys. Goodbye, Mario. Thanks for calling. Yeah. R.I.P. Baba Mario. I hope he doesn't. Bye, Mario. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh, I hope he doesn't fine. hear your grandma impression in his head when he's like viewing the open casket and <laughs> start <laughs> laughing. <laughs> I don't want to get Mario in trouble. <laughs> Imagine his. <laughs> <laughs> Will you stop disrupting the funeral, son? 
<laughs> it's better than what he could be doing at the funeral. Yeah, He'd be yeah. in the bathroom uh, banging some Multitasking. Depends yeah. who shows up. You never know. <clears throat> well, I wanted to mention we talked about uh, Dave Mustaine moments ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, you might remember from a few episodes ago, uh, our good friend and listener, Zane, mm-hmm. started a band inspired by our show called Mustainal Cunt. <laughs> and they actually, Mustainal Cunt, just dropped a second release, a new mm-hmm. EP. Dropped. <laughs> called A Two A two Le Baguettes or whatever. <laughs> 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 Oh, so and, good. Wow. And uh, <laughs> the clever. first track, it's a minute and 12 seconds. Mm, it's a long one. Dave Ellison is a pastor and no one cares. You got great heavy metal bands that believe in God and glorify him. Um, we pray every night before we go on stage. Ooh, this is like a doomier track. Hmm. So those lyrics were, he's a pastor for Christ's sakes. No one even talks about it. Instead, it's all about me. (laughs) Oh, wait. I'm actually okay with that. <laughs> I was going to ask you if there were liner notes for this one. I know the other one had it. Yes. Okay, great. Should I say the lyrics after he sings them or before? I would say before, but okay. I don't know if everyone agrees. Okay, that, then he goes, open your throat. Here comes my faith. Open your throat. <laughs> And now it's okay. <laughs> now it's okay, Dave. Back in your cage. Okay. <laughs> you can come out next tour, or maybe earlier if James and Lars agree to that supergroup. Now, Sid, do you feel there's sufficient musical progression here between these two albums? Yeah, and also it's only been, what, like four months since the last yeah, one? Yeah, so I'm true. not expecting quite as much of a leap forward, mm-hmm. but baby steps. Yeah, more than uh, who were we talking about before? Agnostic Front. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this, more than that. this next song, also uh, even longer, it's a minute 18. It's actually called I've Got a Big Cock for Your Face. What's that have to do with Megadeth? I'm not sure, but the lyrics... Are they branching out? <laughs> the, lyrics of, the lyrics are, I've got a big cock for your face. Don't think too hard about it, or it starts to sound gay. <laughs> okay. Well, it depends whose face we're talking about. <laughs> Yeah. 
that's what it's a reference to. Remember that heckler oh, yeah. in the crowd that he yelled at? Oh, yeah. I knew it was something. It was, yeah. Good. I was like flipping him off or something. There, there it is. You guys, the voice gets all dramatic. I got a cock for you, please. Oh, okay. This next song, only 31 seconds. I have a well-documented history of alcohol abuse, so you know my new beer brand is good. <laughs> and the the lyrics are, A Tula Monde, it's a song I wrote. See what I did there? It's also the beer. <laughs> James drank too much, too. It wasn't just me. Coming soon, Megadeth Coke. <laughs> a beer, yeah, I was really little. I'm not sure I would enjoy it as much if I didn't know what the words are. Yeah. I like the riffs. Zay, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, very groovy. Good riffs. Not bad. Yeah. Groovy stuff. Like, I think you could really, like, uh, use these riffs and, like, uh, make songs out of them. <laughs> like, actual you songs. They are yeah. song. What are you talking yeah. about? The first time I had a beer, yeah, I was really little. <laughs> like, anal cunt made real songs? Yeah. Uh, Super Collider Wasn't My Fault is the next track. <laughs> blame the management. Super Collider Wasn't My Fault. I blame everyone else. Yes, I am the primary songwriter. What makes you ask that? <laughs> well, the point is that's why he has to run it by management now because of Super Collider. Yeah. Pooper Can't Collider. Be- oh. When you're playing in a band together, that's as close as you'll ever get to, to, to another person without having sex with them. Beautiful. Uh, and then the final track we blew through an entire EP here <laughs> this, this is a exclusive <laughs> m- 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 metal injection live cast premiere it dropped right here uh, final track uh, is the title track a two le baguettes or whatever and the only <laughs> lyrics are except Kirk <laughs> <laughs> It's not a suicide song. What it is, it's when people have a loved one that dies and they end on a bad note, you know, they wish that they could say something to them. So this is an opportunity for the deceased to say something before they go. And it was my impression of what I would like to say to people. If I had three seconds to do a sound right before I died, I would say to the entire world, to all my friends, I love you all. Now I must go. These are the last words I'll ever speak, and they'll set me free. I don't have to say I'm sorry. I don't have to say I'm going to make sure I wait for you. Just say, you know, I loved you all. Good, bad, and different, I loved you all. 
<laughs> well done. Good work, Zane. Bravissimo. You can download that album, or I mean, you can buy that album. You can buy stream it via it. download. You can stream it for free, buy it, only $4 for all that entertainment. Mm-hmm. You can even send it as a gift to somebody. Just oh. reward this kind of great songwriting. All you got to do is go to Mustainalcunt. So it's the way you would spell Mustaine without the final E. Why don't you just spell it? Yeah. It's just must. I, I want to explain it first, then I will spell it. Why don't you give me a second? She doesn't know how to spell it. Must, then ain all con. No, it's M U S T A I N A L C U N T. Thank you. Dot bandcamp.com. Now, what you should do, if you want to buy this as a gift for someone, you send it to the official Megadeth email address. Mm. That's where the gift goes. And maybe if they get sent it like 200 times, Dave will actually check it out and then we can start some real shit. Everything, yeah. Zane will get a cease and desist. (laughs) Speaking of uh, gifts, you want to give a prize away? Ooh. Sure. Okay. What do we have? We have a few prizes. <clears throat> we have a very nice WWE uh, merchandise here. Yeah. What is that yeah, the, officially called? Warrior ornament. For your yeah. Christmas tree? It's oh, like yeah. a mini Ultimate Warrior. It is doll. a choking hazard, though, so be careful. Yeah. It must we be al- over five. So we also have an officially <laughs> licensed <clears throat> Mr. Socko. Yeah. Which, if you win, you can decide to have. One of us wear it for a day. Wait, on one what? of us. I thought it was just you, Rob. Because otherwise no. they're all going to make Noah choose. do it. And you have to specify what know? appendage you want us to yeah. wear it on. It could be <laughs> the traditional use of a sock, which would be on your foot. Or it could be on your hand the way mankind would mm. use it. Well, I'm not going to be walking around all day with yeah, a fucking Darren. sock. No, you put it on for work. a second and then you take it off and sign it. No, it has to be an all-day affair so our what? smell really gets in there. Or it could be on your peen or whatever. You know? I can Rob fill peen. it up with sunflower seed shells and like walk around Williamsburg menacing <laughs> people with it as a weapon? Rob could put it on as mankind, as Mr. Sacco, and then finger Noah. Oh, no. And then it would be I like, didn't agree to that. I said could in theory. You'd have yeah. to, of course, give consent. Sure, you could do lots you of things. Do a pelvic exam. <laughs> have you had one of those lately? Uh, a couple of months ago. So how often do you need to have those? I have like every couple another, of months. Yeah. I have six to eight months. Oh, sorry, go. Rob. I tried. So we have a couple of quizzes here uh, that you will have to answer correctly to win this fabulous merchandise. Isn't there a book too? What we also have some books. If you like to read, we have Corey Best Taylor's new read. book. You can choose any of and these. And we have the Motorhead book. And uh, the Motorhead book is called what? Uh, Beer Drinkers and Hell Razors, The Rise of Motorhead. So if you want to play the game, it doesn't have to be this week. It could be next week, too. All you got to do is while the show is live on the air, you dial 213-WIDE-NUT. That's 213-943-3688. I have a Megadeth quiz. I have a Metallica quiz. So if you know anything about either of those two bands, call in. And you know it's going to be fun because Darren came up with it. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you. Do they pick the prize or do we pick it for them based on... I think they, oh, they, they, they okay. can choose from those four things. And uh, I, I believe last week or maybe two weeks ago we talked about that UFC fighter. Oh, my God. Week, yeah. Uh, who shat herself... 
during a fight, and there was shit on the fucking mat. Well, quick follow-up. Somebody offered that woman $15,000. Justine Kish is the fighter. Uh, for the shorts. Now, wait. Why would she still be in possession of those shorts? Wouldn't you dump them? Or at least uh, wash them. Forget why. Have you ever shat yourself? Like, why would you keep that? those you drawers? That shit on fire? Maybe she doesn't have money. <clears throat> Gear is expensive. I actually shit, had a, a shard incident this morning. Oh, oh no. And not, not a How major. How much have you been offered for your shorts? Nothing. <laughs> Rob, Antio. Five dollars. It wasn't a major. <laughs> it was like a little, you know, I farted too hard when I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay. And it was like probably... You know, a little splatter. And uh-huh. I threw them right in a, a plastic bag right in the garbage. Why would you just wash, you just wash them? them? It's because it's, I know there's shit on there. It's just. It's washed on. There's it, like. It can, has to be more. You can hand wash it in the sink so it doesn't get under not, other clothes. I, how much does underwear cost? Come on. This doesn't happen that often. I could spare Women's one. underwear is pretty expensive, actually. Well, I don't wear women's underwear. <laughs> well, so you're saying you wear cheap, cheap Hanes underwear? I wear. Yes, I actually do have Hanes. I have Hanes and Fruit of the Looms. Right cool. now, I have Hanes on. But uh, no, my point is like, if there's anything more than a skid mark, I don't want to wear it again. You just got to wear dark underwear so you can't tell. <laughs> there yeah. you go. That's, That's true. This was light blue underwear that I that destroyed. Got to go all black or dark gray. Yeah. But it wasn't even like a big shard. Or hot like, pink. Just anything that hides the reds and the browns. Yeah. I made the, brown underwear. I made the mistake. Mis- sorry. I made the mistake of going out back yesterday. Oh, that yeah. That's, that is a mistake. Oh. My friend, my my good friend, who I go to casinos with fairly often, uh, loves Outback. So once in a while, he's like, "Let's go to Outback," and I'm like, "Okay, you know, it's once in a while." He loves it. I don't want to be a, a downer. Yeah. What know. specifically does he does he have a specific? The blue dish? and onion. Um, no, he gets the uh, he he got a steak this time. He also gets the different like crab meat. There was crab meat thing. Oh like, dear, not real. Uh, Alice Springs oh. chicken. I no, you know, I got a chicken sandwich. I had a chick grilled chicken sandwich. It wasn't Alice Springs chicken. It was something, some other weird, stupid Australian thing. Yeah. Sorry to Australian listeners, but they, <laughs> they it's not really downgrading Australia. It's yeah. Outback takes stupid co-opting. Yeah, exactly. Tradition. Yeah. yeah. Consider it a diss of Outback, not Australia. Now it was like the fucking kookaburra and, you know, fucking hurdy-gurdy yeah. sandwiches. Do you remember the <laughs> commercials? They're like, this is how you steak Australia. Yeah, this is how you steak Australia. Is it bad, though, that if directly after the show I drive and pick up a Bloomin' Onion? Because <laughs> uh, I, I legitimately, that that's all I want now. Just from the thought of this. You just got a car. That's exactly why you, you that's exactly what you do when you just got a car. Yeah. The thing is, I want to tell my wife this and her tell me it's a terrible idea, but she'd be like, oh, that's a great idea. And oh, I know yeah. <laughs> so it's like, that, that's how you know it's true love. God damn it. I'm having a blooming onion tonight. Your okay. butt is going to look like a blooming onion I do, after. The blooming onion is if it doesn't already. Ah. The sides there are very good. It's the one you eat. The meat is not yeah, a little no. iffy. The, meat is the waiters the will even tell you. You, you don't, don't want to get that. The thing about the the meat is I feel like they over salt and pepper their, their steak. Oh, because yes. otherwise it tastes like fucking tires that have been on the highway for three months. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, Back I mean, to the tires, huh? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know that. I, I've outgrown Outback. I just feel like it's, the, it's you know, it's like for public consumption. So like the masses like very salty processed shit. Yeah. So they make it for the majority. And then, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I guess Outback. I sound like a food snob, but I just feel like dumping lots of salt on everything is not... Yeah. yeah, well, they actually uh, introduced like a newer, like there's two ways to prepare the steak now. Mm-hmm. Last time I was there, like two years ago. So you could have it not as salted. Oh, really? 
it's like the fire grilled. Wow, or something. If I had known that. Sometimes I feel like the salt, the oversalting, is there to mask how old the meat is. Possibly. It's just been sure. sitting around. Well, anyway, it went right through me, and the, when I got home, I was kind of you know I didn't have to shit, but it was like an hour and a half drive home, and I didn't really have to shit. Oh. It was just a nagging, you know, nagging sensation, and then like two steps from my front door. I was like, oh, it went from zero to like DEFCON one in about eight seconds. And I'm running to, I'm, you know, unbuckling my pants. I'm running to the bed. And then like before I got to the bathroom, I was like, all right, I'm going to let one explosive fart out. Oh, God. And I did. And it like shook the room. You know, I heard like, <laughs> plates rattling. And I didn't know, I didn't feel any, I didn't feel any liquid or anything. But then when I sat down to take a shit, it was a very clear oh. blotch in my, in my drawers. It was a shark. Yeah. It was a shard. It was a mild shard. I would say I've had worse shards than that. I don't shard as much because my diet is much better. It's only when I go astray and eat Outback. Or yeah. Agreed. <clears throat> None of us shard that much. <laughs> well, nobody should shard a lot. I mean, that's yeah. so there's something wrong with you. <laughs> I'll, I'll get that from Chinese food, which is why I've cut it out of my life. Yeah. Like you did with just Asian people in general. <laughs> that's what's the cooks, really. Yeah. It's not the food. Uh, that's not true. <laughs> Delivery guy. She doesn't want that six-second interaction. <laughs> did you hear that? She's given us the I have Asian friends have defense. Asian oh, friends. some of she my does. best friends are Asian. No, all of, all of her grapplers in her... Uh, Brazilian. So the people she gets to fight with every day. <laughs> ah, that's that, it. You discovered it. Nothing cathartic about that at all. Nope, nothing. <laughs> not at all. She's gonna next year. She's gonna start a jujitsu class with pigeons. She can beat the shit out of them too. Yeah. When Noah she took her brown belt test, she made them carry bags of fish so oh. she could have more like, and clip toenails. She made them clip toenails while she was. And she got a mani pedi. Winner gets a mani pedi. I'm not participating in this conversation. Okay, fine. Well, how about we, you participate in this next conversation? I want to talk about some quotes that Gene Simmons recently made i feel like gene simmons is slowly moving up the ranks of the uh live cast hall of shame yeah of, of people that we uh, reference that for are me he might be the worst i mean not like not counting like alex jones but of music figures mm-hmm. i think for me he's the worst so he's talking about what he would do if he would uh run for president why is this relevant in any way? Well, it lists because Donald <laughs> Trump did it and actually won. That's Wasn't, why. So anything is relevant now. Literally was, anything. He can't. He was born in Israel. He was? Yeah. yeah. He's well, an, he's an Ted Cruz was born in Canada and he ran for president. First thing, I would change the law. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't Ted Cruz like had dual citizenship? No, he's though? a naturalized citizen. Uh, like, that, you're Gene not Simmons supposed naturalized? to. When you're not naturalized, naturalized oh. you're not supposed to be able to run for president. But he had. Uh, what I'm saying is, I think he had dual citizenship uh, at birth because his parents were citizens of the U.S., so it didn't matter what soil he was born on. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. The same bad. thing for John McCain because he was born in the Panama Canal area. He was. Yeah. Huh. But his parents were U.S. citizens, so he's a okay. citizen. Mm-hmm. Anchor baby. <laughs> Well, his father was a military guy. Yeah, stationary. was it a military station? I think that's so, considered yeah. like U.S. soil, basically. No, but it's but it, but it's not in the t- in in t- if you were born in that area and your parents weren't citizens, it wouldn't matter that you were on military. Oh, soil. okay, I see. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, well, so here's a quote. Uh, assuming he could run for office, the, the only way I would run for office is if you give me absolute power. <laughs> give it to me for a week. I would put pedophiles to death. No waiting. That's so, the first whoa, thing on his agenda. Like, 
Way to take a stand there. So like, that, more is, teenage girls it, for him that it, way. This is, this is his first issue. Give it, give it to me for a week. You know, I know how horny and scumbaggy guys yeah. are and because oh, I'm the does. biggest scumbag. I fucked over three thousand women, and so I'm proud. He's like a Facebook post. Yeah, like yeah. A, he gets where killed uh, the pedophiles. <laughs> I would put pedophiles to death. No waiting. What pew would, pew pew. And then he goes, he goes, "What would you do if somebody touched a kid? You'd fucking kill them, right?" Pew, pew, pew. How many people's kids have you touched, Gene? Yeah, exactly. Why don't you tell us All that? those girls. <sighs> did you did you check IDs before throwing your hairy dick on them? I will say I missed the old New York when you could <laughs> get away with being a pedophile. <laughs> now they must all die. <laughs> and there were stabbings and pedophilings. <laughs> <laughs> I missed the old New York. That was the original lyrics to uh. Beth. <laughs> Beth was a 70-year-old next-door neighbor. <laughs> Beth, what will you let me do? Was the question. Now what can I do? Drug dealers. New York. <laughs> Diddle City. <laughs> you gotta touch a boy in New York. <laughs> That's how he met Ace Freely. Diddle City. The meeting. Oh. We're getting sued. All right. <laughs> he keeps going. Drug dealers, if you're a heroin addict, you get a certificate. If you're a heroin what? addict? No. Wait, if you're a heroin addict, you're addicted to seabirds? <laughs> Delicious. If you're a heroin addict. <laughs> I am a heroin addict to being a New York Jew. I always go uh, down to uh, Russ and Daughters and get me a half a pound of locks and some herring. Some smoked herring? I've, I've, I've moved past it with rehab. I keep going there. I still haven't seen the Daughters, but I try. Russ, I, I'm hoping they open up Russ and Great Granddaughters, personally. I say, open your legs and give me a schmear. If you're a heroin addict, you get a certificate. You report for duty, and if you're not clean in X amount of time, you go into a work camp someplace away from the civilization. <laughs> what is instant death sentences yeah. in work camp? Chopping wood. Three sentences in, he's Stalin. What the fuck is wrong oh, with you? Oh, yeah. Because you're a vampire, <laughs> sucking life out of society. The addicts or the vampires? The not the dealers. <laughs> or the dealers. Oh, the, the victims are the... The, vi- yeah. the addicts. He's saying the addicts are... are like, like, what? What a sympathetic man! Yeah, to like, as opposed to thinking about why these people are. No, do you go to a camp? He's basically concentration camps for drug addicts, right. essentially. Point three: All the malicious women who force themselves onto rapist dicks will be put into yeah. prison. Right. That's because that's like really what he's doing. If it wasn't for junkies and underage girls, he'd have never had sex in his life. Right. So now he wants to lock all these people up. Like, dude, what are you doing? It's because he knows. You're blowing he knows up not. your spot. Well, oh, it's like Donald Trump saying he knows all the tax loopholes, so only he could fix the tax. Yes. System. It's oh wow. All right. Do I, believe, do I believe in the death penalty? You bet your fucking ass I do. But it's inhumane how we do it. What? We should take them out into the fields and execute them with a shotgun. Close. Oh, what's inhumane about it? Do it the way the Chinese do it. You're asleep in a, bu- you're asleep in a bunk and bang! It's more humane. So uh, summary executions is what he's calling for as president. 
It sort of seems. You bet your fucking ass. But only for a week. He said he only needs it for a week, and then everything will be taken care of. I think he's going to primary Trump in 2020. (laughs) He's like a perfect Republican. Well, then then he talks about terrorism. For all you people out there who want someone more authoritarian than Trump, Gene Simmons is going to fill that role. He's like if Netanyahu and Trump morphed into the same person. (laughs) Uh, These people... Uh, he's talking about terrorists. We now. should kill terrorists more humanely. Run them over with <laughs> tanks. <laughs> I hate that he sounds like Bernie Sanders. All this stuff coming out is in Bernie Sanders' voice. It's like one guy's on the left and one guy's on the right. Which one do you shoot? We got to kill the top 1% of the terrorists. Yes. <laughs> I am, for, I am for healthcare. I am for murdering people. I am for healthcare. They sound alike. What do I do? I have to kill one They're of them. Same. These people are young men and women who are convinced in their religious point of view. During World War II, there were entire countries, tens of millions of people. Now, I'm just doing I know. I was in graduate school then. <laughs> who believed in extreme philosophies. The Japanese were suicidal. And then Japan woke up, and now Japan's our closest friend. So is Germany. <laughs> now you're Bonnie Rubble. This, <laughs> this too shall pass, Fred. Hey, Fred. Uh, what about Japan? Bonnie! My pebbles! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god fuck you Gene Simmons yeah yeah really it's the moral of the story good grief just the worst the worst fuck fuck this fuck it's, it's impressive when you're the worst person in your band and one of your bandmates is like a Nazi memorabilia collector <laughs> and you're still by far the worst person Who's the Nazi wait are we talking about Slayer now or no. uh, or, or, Motorhead. Or, or Motorhead no uh, oh, he's oh, freely Ace Freely. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Didn't he have, like, drunken fits where he dress up in, like, full Nazi regalia and, like, just go out? See, that's going beyond the motorhead because he put it on. Yeah. He didn't just hang it on a wall. I feel like I remember that from there behind the music. He didn't just hang it on a wall or design all of his albums using the imagery like Slayer did. (laughs) And the way they justify, they're like, come on, he's got two Jews in his band. He can't be anti Semitic. Well, maybe that's why he's anti Semitic. Yeah, seriously. That's the old, uh, I know lots of Asian people defense. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you know, uh, Paul Stanley accused uh, uh, Ace Freely and Peter Chris of being anti-Semitic, okay. and uh, Ace Freely goes, "That's absurd! I'm engaged to a Jewish lady. I've been with her for five years. Her name is Rachel Gordon, and she's a singer-songwriter." I met her in San Diego on my 2008 tour, and my whole life I've been in the music business. You know the music business is controlled by Jewish people. <laughs> my attorney, my accountant, everybody's Jewish. So he broke out into Jay-Z's new song? Is that what happened? I'm I just, mean, well, that was, I'm just that, trying to picture the people that would go to an Ace Freely concert in 2008. Mm. And I, I'm struggling to see anyone but Ken Pierce. <laughs> like, he found a woman in that sea of, like... <laughs> Like receding hairlines and ponytails. Oh, I saw his current, his like main squeeze or whatever, or his wife uh, at the Golden Gods Ken's? this past year. No, oh, Ace, no, Ace that's Freely. Noah. She looked like uh, Victoria <laughs> Jackson, like like oh, a, a prettier. Dude, was it Victoria? It was it not. It was been... a prettier Victoria Jackson, but same kind of like bubbly, bewildered. Look. Yeah, like that kind of personality. What did Paul? Uh, I was about to say Paul Pierce because <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about Paul Stanley. What did Ken Pierce's uh, review of Ace Freely's show look like? It was A pluses. Five stars on Yelp. Went to uh, Katz's Delicatessen Corner where Ace, uh, where a piece <laughs> Paul Stanley was set up in front with a cardboard box and an amp. 
If only. Did oh. not enjoy. Uh, Ken Pierce did do a review of oh, Anomaly. Oh, God. The 2009 release from from uh, Ace Freely. Wow, you're right on point with this. <laughs> it's pretty long, so, you know, we could. You tell me when to jump around here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what? I like the, the intro, though. Do you have any notes for me here, Rob? I just saw this. Just go for it. <laughs> Has it really been 20 years since the last Ace Freely solo record was released. Yes, my friends, it has. Because in 1989, the Space Ace would release his final album with Freely's Comet, Trouble Walking, and eventually find his way back to Kiss for reunion shows in full makeup. From this... He would return to his solo career. And that... He sounds like James Lipton, Lipton right now. Well, he's talking about high art, so... And that brings us to the present. And to his stellar new release! Anomaly. I know what you're saying, and that is probably something like... 20 years? This better be good. And you have a right to be concerned because Guns N' Roses took 16 to put out Chinese Democracy. No, I hated that album. And that yeah. album... They should have called it Democracy. Yeah, she, two thumbs up. Hey. And that album was um, well, <laughs> UHM, well. Let's move along, shall we? Oh, wow, he actually said something negative? The great thing is that the Ace Record does live up to expectations and delivers on all counts that one could have hoped it would have. Okay, let's jump. Okay. Oh, my God. Wow, there's a million paragraphs. Jesus Christ. How much Christ. can you write? Ace freely read it. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, Where am I? Jesus. All right, Genesis chapter 7. <laughs> to be honest, I enjoyed a lot of what the Kiss album offered. But when it comes down to it, from beginning to end, the clear winner is the Ace Freely Anomaly release based on the overall depth of the songwriting and the skillful delivery of same. Ace reminds us why he influenced so many guitar players again and again, and the recording has a rock-solid production, which was done by Freely himself. I guess, yeah, that's fine. He, he really rambles on and on here. Like the, It was the best of times. Yeah. It was the worst of times. I mean, he was waiting 20 years to write this, so, you know, he was ready for it. Uh, putz. He probably wrote it before he even got the advance CD. She's <laughs> like, I know this is going to be great. Let me just write 18 paragraphs about why I like Ace Freely, and then I'll write two more about the actual songs. And the kicker is, no one's ever going to listen to that album. No, so right? how can they refute what he's saying? Yeah. No one's going to read the review either. So. That's true. It works <laughs> on so many levels. Yeah. It's the perfect plan! <laughs> oh, Schmuck. Ace Freely. Schmuck. How are these people still alive? Like, why is Ace Freely still alive? Like, like the same reason Keith Richards is still alive. It's the preservation. Like It's like you do so much drugs, it's like formaldehyde. Yeah. Dude fell out of a fucking tree. I bet Ace Freely wouldn't survive a fall out of a tree, though. I Let's really, find out. <laughs> really, wait, how are you going like to get him in a tree? like he fell out of a couple of trees. Yeah, it'd be easy to push him out. It's hard to get him up there. <laughs> he, 
he probably weighs like 95 pounds though so it seems it seems like everyone who lives a really long time smokes cigarettes like i know that cigarettes kill people but maybe on like two percent of the population has the reverse effect on that's possible all right (laughs) i have no science isn't that what that movie unbreakable is about that's not to do with cigarettes (laughs) i thought you were being serious no the Kimmy Schmidt show, you mean, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they are doing a TV show version of the movie Unbreakable. Oh, they are, though, isn't it something like that well, like, is in the same in that universe? universe yeah. yeah. I don't think it's about those same characters. Okay. But uh, can we spoil something? That, sure. Uh, that that fucking listen. Split, you know Split? That I haven't did? seen that. Okay, I won't spoil it. Then. No, spoil. I know, like, d- does the Bruce Willis character show up the, or Both something? of them show up. And Samuel L. Yeah. Jackson? I didn't see it. I only read this little spoiler. There's only one person who can do a split on the big screen. Go ahead. JCVD. Uh, Did you guys see that there, uh, like a story, an anecdote came out that the reason that JCVD was fired off of Predator was because he was doing too many splits? But that's (laughs) been around for like 20 years, I think. Oh, you that. Story. I mean, it just resurfaced and became a meme, but that's people were saying that when I was in high school. You know. Oh, uh, it was confirmed by like someone, like a producer or something, oh, yeah. that like he was just trying. You know, he was just- trying to be JCVT in the Predator suit, <laughs> and they and they were like, "No, Wait, you're just." He a was in man. the Predator suit originally. He shot a few scenes. He never made it in the final yeah. cut because he kept doing oh. splits. They got rid and of. And then him. they were like, "No, this isn't what we need," and like, stop trying to show off but then that's also stupid on the filmmakers part because why'd you hire a famous guy was he was famous before he was famous, famous no, he was already in kickboxer i think right i mean he wasn't like 87 is predator kickboxer fame well oh i guess maybe yeah then why was he still doing like stunt work but maybe it wasn't that it was stunt work. It was that they were going to bill him as Predator. You know? Couldn't they have just been like, fine, we'll do a few shots with you doing the splits and then do a few this other way and then just use the other way. And then don't tell him. Yeah. <laughs> go to all the trouble to fly him out and then send him back and find yeah. a new guy. I do Predator work my way, not your way. <laughs> this is how aliens do it in Belgium. He also insisted that the Predator wear a button-down shirt with the top four buttons unbuttoned. <laughs> like, that's not what an alien would wear. We don't even have shirts of that size. This is what a Jesuiti alien looks like. <laughs> why, fuck with me. Why does the alien always have a bottle of white wine? <laughs> Why is it? Why is the alien peppering a woman with body shots and tying her to that a bed? Part, that part made sense. Okay, fair enough. So, um, I don't know if we want to stick on the Ken Pierce stuff, but I sorted his reviews by rating. Oh yeah, and I'm at all the negative ones. Wait, on his site or on Yelp? On Yelp. Okay. Okay. Did we read one okay. for shorties? It's a cheesesteak place. When is it from? Okay. It's from 2011. And probably, I don't know. Well, can we just read? This just so he, he, this is really long, so we don't have to read all of it. But here is him pointing out things he didn't like. The foot-long cheesesteak has been shortened <laughs> to around nine inches, <laughs> and the half sandwich has been eliminated entirely. Now, do you think that he took a measuring tape <laughs> yeah. to yeah, like the restaurant? 8.7 inches! This is an outrage! He knows his Paul Stanley action figure stands 9 inches tall, so he just brings <laughs> that with him as reference. <laughs> this screws you as a customer! If you are only interested in the smaller sandwich, 
We were told that they give you additional meat to make up for it. But I did not notice this at all on my sandwich because I had been here a few times before and could tell. Oh, yes, the price per sandwich seemed to be the same as it was when it was the footlong version. Totally unacceptable! Give me less! Charge me less! <laughs> I don't understand. The place is called Shorties. What is he expecting? Yeah, you get Shorter and shorter sandwiches? I think not! Oh my God. I just he didn't say okay. I think we did read this one because the next line brings oh back gosh. memories. But I think you should read it anyway, Darren. When asked for the option of getting sharp <laughs> provolone. We wondered, you just set me up to read this again. <laughs> we wondered why it was stressed. When the bill came, we noticed an additional $1 charge for this cheese. <laughs> this is a cheesesteak. So when you give the customer the option of either a cheddar, American, or provolone <laughs> on the sandwich... Do not nickel and dime them on one of the choices. Okay. Oh, my God. You set me up. <laughs> I, I really, I just saw that as we were reading it. I, just, I saw just him talking I'm, about it. I'm getting tiresome, Rob. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes. Um, so that's lovely. Lovely. Is lovely. there any, like, any new reviews on there? Anything from 2017? Nothing since April. I feel like we... Uh, oh, no. He's got to go out more. He's got to leave the house. It's been a moratorium. Yep. He's dead? It's possible. I mean, no, that's a crematorium. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Rob, would, Rob would have been invited. There's to this funeral. one management, property management company. This was in 2016, so we, we might have re- re- read it. Are you okay? <laughs> Scooby-Doo? Right. <laughs> read it. Okay. Like, hey, Scoob, let's read Ken Pierce. And it starts with, sadly, you cannot leave us zero stars. Oh, boy. Cordy in the chat says, Ken Pierce review Rob Halford Christmas album. Oh, oh. Did he? Is it, they probably loved it, though. I would bet. I'm sure. Oh, it's, it's much shorter than the oh. Freely reviewed. Yeah, it's only 19 paragraphs. Yeah. It's a very Halford Christmas <laughs> As the metal god himself steps outside of his duties with Judas Priest duties. What does he have to clean the counter? <laughs> what the fuck is it? He sharded. And delivers a heavy metal holiday album with Halford and. What? And while the premise might strike you as a little weird. He writes such run on sentences. This is three Look, lines now. Let's read this again. In a very, it's a very Alfred Christmas as the metal god himself steps outside of his duties with Judas Priest and delivers a heavy metal holiday album with Halford. With the band Halford, he means. He's saying yeah. Halford delivers. Yeah. Alfred delivers uh, an album with Halford. The metal god, you which fu- is Rob Halford. Yeah, delivers- you fucking garbled idiot. Like. No. Come, because this is how he would tell you in person. He would be so excited about it. But you'd have walked away before he ever got to this sentence. That's exactly. The end result is oddly satisfying. What do you do? Whack it? While <laughs> I was playing? Given the powerhouse potential of the musicians that made up Halford, 
in the first place. And the fact that such capital H holiday-themed releases have been coming out in record number and actually being on the interesting side, I ended up with high hopes for Rob and the boys. And I'm happy to report that they did not let me down. This so was much better than the Kiss Rosh Hashanah album. Oh, yes. This post has been eight lines so far. Two sentences. Taking the eight lines. <laughs> He's the Hemingway of metal reviews. I've long been a fan of the juggernaut holiday enterprise that is the Trans-Siberian Orchestra and the ever-rising popularity of their Christmas Eve and other stories <laughs> album, which successfully blended heavy riffs into holiday theme. Their use of sabotage riffs and classical melody to this end was bound to find other metal artists losing their own Santa hats into the arena. And since this truly became the case, why not see how the metal god could do at it? By the way, every, every period... Is a kiss on the neck in real life. Oh. <laughs> only for you, only for special. So girls. you should be happy that he does run on sentences. Yeah. <laughs> Less periods. That's See what that? uh, Gene Simmons likes in his girls. Too. <laughs> oh. Anyone who uh, commits a crime of pedophilia will go to jail so that I can get all the girls yeah. without the periods. I have to get their numbers, though, before we lock the guys up. <laughs> oh. I mean, measurements, any other details? My administration will seal all the Rolodexes and the Filofaxes of all <laughs> pedophiles. Those are still a thing, right? <laughs> right? That's how, people, office, yeah. that's how people keep numbers. You get that KISS-branded Filofax. <laughs> I consider Gene Simmons a friend. <laughs> what? Oh, whoa. No way. Well, he probably oh, helps him shook. with the filing and stuff. Fuck. <laughs> Shame on you. <laughs> He helps him with the filing and stuff. Yeah, you heard Darren say the word file, so yeah. you just you took a little flight of fancy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh boy, Rob's typing more. What's going to happen? I don't know what you're talking about. Gene Simmons' files are wonderful, terrific. See, his files are wonderful. <laughs> oh boy, you're like Stephen Hawking, minus all that intellectual baggage. Or Jason Becker. Who's that? Was he related to Boris? He's a guitar player who has uh, Lou Gehrig's disease. So how the hell does he play guitar? Well, he he has a special <laughs> program that he writes music with his eyes. There's a program that translates his blinking into a... He, for, he created a language of blinks. <laughs> does anyone with use these it computer programmers. Uh, I'm not sure if they've... Uh, they don't use it as well as he does. I have to watch that genius. Was that really necessary? Like, there, there's not something computer scientists could be doing with their time that's more productive than helping this one guy write metal music with his eyeballs. But it's not, you're not just helping him. Who, but you just said nobody else, or nobody else is doing it as well. So then it's, what's the point? The point is, he's alive, so you want to enrich his life. Why do I, I don't want to, I don't want to do anything for him. <laughs> not what's you, he, okay, well, he's scientist. Do? I'm alive, he's what is he doing to enrich my life? Making wonderful music. Never heard a note. That's well, that's up to you to go and seek it out. No, it's up to him to go seek out a guitar that he could play with his eyeballs without having other people do it for him. String his eyeballs to the strings. The computer. Plays and every time it. you blink, it goes pluck, pluck, pluck. There you go. Good enough. You and Gene Fuck Simmons uh, should uh, run for office. Make together. a wish foundation for cripples. <laughs> I guess that is what the Make a Wish Foundation is for. So that's fine. What Jason Becker has done is outstanding. <laughs> is it, what's He's, your favorite song? <laughs> Woo! I agree with Sid. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Chuck. <laughs> uh, I was actually listening to the David Lee Roth albums that Jason Becker was on. Was he a cripple so then? Good. It was before he was fully a functional human being. Fully functional. Yeah, David Lee Roth ain't hanging out with cripples. 
the cacophony stuff. He had a band with Marty Friedman, and it was very, very good. Was he a cripple then? No, this is all yeah. pre-cripple. So you only like the stuff he did before he was a cripple, but you're only talking up his post-cripple oeuvre. I wasn't talking anything. <laughs> I talk up no oeuvres. But here's a... I mean, it just—it kind of sounds like Van Halen. I'm yeah, not gonna, but, but that's all he wanted. All David yeah. Lee Roth wanted from any guitarist. You know, sounded better than Van Halen. Well, was he before or after Steve Vai? After, I'm guessing. Before or after who? Steve Vai. After. He's right after. Is Steve Vai a cripple now? Also? Steve Vai is no. doing wonderfully. Okay. But uh, hold on, let's get to the hook here. Beautiful girls. It's like David Lee Roth trying 10% less than he did for them. <laughs> I miss it. Still great. Still, yeah, it's still good, but it's just, just not quite full Diamond Dave. Mm-hmm. I have been working in Gene's office, cleaning jizz off of his Rolodex and Philo fax for 20 years. Oh, okay. Thanks, Who Chuck. knew? Chuck was really waiting to get that one out. <laughs> That's his day job. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Chuck is giving a lot of revelations today. Seriously? What's going yeah, on with him? Yeah, we're getting to know him a bit. I have a confession to make. I pushed Jason Becker down a flight of stairs. <laughs> I have no regrets. <laughs> I just want to make it clear I'm not the one writing these. Yeah, no, I wait, wish I was. Wait, Chuck's no. writing them. It's Chuck. Well, wait a minute. He's not writing them. He's bearing his soul here. <laughs> yeah, so, I thought he had ALS, so he uh. did he, Got ALS from falling down a flight of stairs? I guess. Wow. Well, maybe he got a concussion from the fall, and then the post-concussion syndrome led to the ALS. Mm. Yeah, maybe some like nerves got disconnected in his spine from the fall. <laughs> maybe. But uh, if you know what happened to Jason Becker, or if you happen to be Jason Becker... Yeah, can he call in? Does he talk, or is he only blinking? Well, he has a... a he, he can call. Truck, he has so a he, truck he, this is an audio podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's... <laughs> That would be great if we just asked him to blink. Yeah, blink, blink <laughs> once for a phone interview. Once for now. I mean, How, I who's even holding the Wait, 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 wait. Oh. Chuck has a, uh, he wants to clarify. I pushed him down the stairs after he had ALS. I didn't cause his injuries. It was oh. just for fun. <laughs> oh, Chuck! <laughs> oh, my God. Come on! I can't. This is the most we've let Chuck talk oh, in yeah. the history it's of our show. Bad idea. It's a bad idea. Rob, you're gonna get mic. some angry emails from associates after this one. <laughs> Just don't blame me because this is all you. Sir. So Marty wrong. Friedman is gonna be very upset. Yeah. So wrong. Uh, <laughs> Chuck, come on. Uh, we have a uh, five six two again. <laughs> Mario. Hey, it's Duderino. Oh, Hi, hey. Duder. Yeah, I don't think Jason Becker's been the same ever since he went on stage for that Lamb of God show. He's been really messed up. <laughs> Very nice. And off Very stage, nice. on and off. You're welcome. Thank you very much. But yeah, how's your fourth going? Very good. 
Going home to eat yeah. some barbecue. Mm. I, I'm missing the barbecue. Mm. That's how much I love our audiences. I, I really would have loved to stuff myself with food, but I'm going to get some leftovers instead. Um, really quick. Uh, Had a bunch of ribs yesterday. Mm. Did you guys already talk about that um, uh, gift that Trump tweeted out when he superimposed CNN over whoever he was wrestling and body slammed? No, yeah, but uh, Chuck has one more thing to say before we talk about that. Oh, Jesus. I recommend anybody who has a friend or family member with ALS to throw that person down a flight of stairs. Feels really good. <laughs> oh, 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 my God. I didn't know that robots even had feelings. That's so weird that he's so vindictive. But this is how intense a feeling it takes for them to feel anything. Oh, okay, so they have yeah. to basically attempt murder. It's a guy who can't def- defenseless. He can't yeah. defend himself, Chuck. <laughs> Jesus. Unreal. Not even if he blinks extra hard. <laughs> he blinked out, please stop. Get away from Oh, my God. Man. So, yeah, the Vince uh, and Trump thing. That was Vince McMahon, by yeah. the way. That, that was, yeah, so it was a gif of uh, Donald Trump at WrestleMania 23 clotheslining Vince McMahon very poorly. And yeah. then so somebody... It almost became a Luthez press, actually. Oh my somebody God. on the uh, subreddit... headline news. Somebody on the subreddit for Donald Trump, which is basically like the biggest cesspool on the internet uh, just created this gif where they superimposed the CNN logo over Vince McMahon's face so it looked like Donald Trump was clotheslining a person with a CNN logo for a face. And so Donald Trump tweeted that because this is the society we live in now where our president retweets dumb shit. Mm -hmm. And naturally, the entire media conversation has been about it which since is the weekend. Which retarded. is retarded. Yeah, that they, like who cares? I don't care that the president tweets stupid things. I care that he like murders people with bombs. Griffin, it's like the same thing when Kathy Griffin uh, did the chopping off of the fake head. It's making a lot of noise over nothing. Right. I almost feel it's kind of like Almost like a sleight of hand uh, with his Twitter. Like it's just ooh, new outrage that he posts yeah. about this. Ooh, new outrage about that. I feel like it's well, a he's been t- hand, he's been like tweeting every day while something else is going on that you don't see. He's been yeah. tweeting every day about how terrible the media is for the last two weeks, which is absurd. Like he's talking about how the media doesn't cover the job growth. Which it's like doesn't really have anything to do with it. Yeah, him. it has nothing to do yeah. with him. That's all Obama's numbers. And that the media isn't talking about the stock market being high and all this bullshit. And it's like, I, I, I'm just, I'm done. I'm over it. I can't. Over it. Over it. I'm so embarrassed. Like, over it. Just, just, <laughs> yep. he's such an embarrassment. He does not like, when, at, like, for eight years, Barack Obama got criticism for every fucking bullshit little thing. He got criticism for a fucking fist bump, but saying I, it was a terrorist fist bump or something. I think shit. that's equally stupid. It's like the same... All right. No, well, hold on. The point I'm making is, like, he never went out of his way to address people criticizing him. He was busy focusing on his job and doing his shit. All this president does is... Tweet about people who criticize him as opposed to anything about him doing his job. But I don't know. And I, I, I agree with well, the general thing like you're saying. I think it's beneath the office of the president to post gifts. Okay. Yes. But, yeah. but, with, but I have to disagree gift. with you on one thing. I don't think all he's doing is tweeting. I think he's doing a lot of fucking evil shit. And yes. it's being ignored because, because of tweeting. Of, yeah. Like what and, is being ignored. And to a lesser degree, but also similar, I think Barack Obama did a lot of shit that was bad and it got ignored because of this the opposite of the right wing idiots 
harassing him about stupid shit about being a Muslim and a Kenyan and all this crap. Uh-huh. And what that that what that does is effectively like takes away criticism from things that the two of them both should be criticized on. Well, let's 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 stick to to Trump here. Like what? Should he be criticized? Uh, bombing Syria, uh, helping, uh, selling, doing a million, multi-billion-dollar deal with the Saudis to arm them so that they I can that, uh, ethnically cleanse their neighbors. That got blocked. Yeah, uh, that, 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 is, that isn't a deal that's already happened. That's just like right. saying, "Oh, hey, it's, we'll probably." Do it's this already later. happened in the past. It happened under Obama too, mm-hmm. and Bush, the first, the second Bush. But it's going to have like we, we regularly sell them weapons like that specific yeah. deal got scuttled, but they're yeah. still going to we're still going to supply them with weapons. Basically, uh, uh, basically handing getting rid of any restrictions on Israel whatsoever. That's fucked up. I mean, you can there's a laundry list of terrible things yeah. that Trump has done. And we're talking about his fucking he, he tweeted a gif like that. That that's what really irks me more than the fact that he tweeted a gif. Like, to me, that's a mild annoyance and just embarrassing. But I mean... I signed a deal with Trump for weapons, too. Ten billion. <laughs> wow. Good what weapons you, is he getting? Do we get a cut of that? Is that like Livecast money? Or wait, is he buying the weapons or selling them? I'm confused. We need more details. And what kind of weapons? Well, we're inquiring into that right now. <laughs> oh, Chuck. In buying... And then killing Agnostic Front. <laughs> right. Oh, good. Send him back to the old New York. <laughs> I miss the old New York when presidents didn't tweet anything because there was no Twitter yet. <laughs> oh, fuck. Ay. Chuck here. I have breaking news. I have the P tape. Trump isn't in it. It's just me and Chuck Berry pissing on a hooker. <laughs> oh, Chuck. Big update. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck dropped to the best. I forgot Dudorino was on this call. Hello, Chuck. I know. You guys freaking muted me. What the hell? We muted but you for a actually, second. Actually, I got to get back to work really quick. But uh, one last quick question. Uh, speaking of agnostic front and hardcore, uh, two weeks from now, Dead Kennedys are doing a reunion down in um, uh, San Diego. Is it worth going to or not, you think? Wait, with Jello Biafra on not vocals? With, no, he's not going to be there. I believe. Oh, no, not him. Uh, as far uh, as I know, they're still suing each other. Yeah, they hate him. They hate each other. And they're like super right wing now. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck the Kennedys. Mm-hmm. They were going around. Uh, I, re- I remember they were going money. around in like uh, in 2004, telling people to vote for Bush. It was like, "Fuck you, dude!" Oh yeah, that might have just been for spite. Is it even worth just going down to see it as a train wreck? No, because you have to drive uh, and pay. No one, no. Sp- spend your money on good Chuck things. Here. Yeah, Get Dudarino off the air right money. the fuck now. Oh, show is at a standstill. Yeah. Oh, jeez, oh, Chuck. So mean. Fucking drop you in the toilet, Chuck. We don't agree with that. That was Chuck that going was off. All Chuck. He's I going know. off the reservation. Oh, I didn't know Chuck was Native American. <laughs> all right. So they- Chuck on the grill with the ribs. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, all right. Later, guys. Hi, I'm Budsman. Chuck misses the old Trail of Tears. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> But yeah, why who's who is singing for Dead Kennedys now? Is it some one of like the eighteen different Black Flag vocalists or I don't even know. I don't even know. Uh while we were talking about Trump, I wanted to play this NRA ad because it is oh insane. The one the thing that's most mind blowing to me about the media is this blowback from the right 
about the quote unquote intolerant left, mm. which is the left being intolerant of the right's intolerance. Yeah. Uh, and how and so that like the left is weaponized now and that they're they're we're the violent ones. Yeah. The, oh, the left is the violent yeah, one yeah. because th- there was that shooter. Yeah. That, that one, one fucking shooter. That's it. As opposed to the million like the hundreds of like religious fundamentalist idiots right. who shoot up fucking the church or go to a fucking pizza restaurant or abortion clinics. Yeah. 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 And not ju- and 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 also there's a distinction there because the guy who um the, the you know the quote unquote Bernie Sanders yeah. guy and the Russia obsessed guy was not driven by any kind of like left-wing ideology he was a nut this is other these other like right-wing people are driven by like christian islamic and whatever else ideology that literally says go fucking kill people does that mean every single religious person is like that obviously not also they censor the the parts they, that are evil didn't a democratic congresswoman get shot at yes years ago mm-hmm. so yeah <laughs> so and at that time at that time sarah Palin was like this has nothing to do even though she had us. like a map of different like anti-gun rights congress people and mm-hmm. there was like a gun target over each one of their yeah. I, I think it was just the states it wasn't the people i think that was mm. something like that but anyway so here's the, a newish ad from the nra which is the national rifle association the largest gun lobby in the united states and the people that are basically responsible for m- the majority of the shootings now in the country because there's no gun right laws there's no there's no and when i say there's no gun right laws if there happens to be any right-wing person gun control gun control laws in the sense that people can just show up and buy a gun right there right. no matter what their mental or criminal yeah, there are limited there are not laws everywhere. but they're not sufficiently restricted yeah. and also yeah. there's workarounds like if you go to a gun show you could just get Why the are you gun telling right them there. Have all the secrets our listeners are very uh multiple minds they're gonna go yeah, buy guns easy. and gun shows now yeah i'm the one help, helping them like they yeah. can't just get it anyway anyway here's this ad with this hula. they use their media to assassinate real news they use their first of all what does that mean they use their, their media their media mm-hmm. to assassinate the real news mm-hmm. what is the real news and who's murdering I thought, I thought the jews controlled the media yeah that's well they, that's they, there that's they and they think they is all right let's no avior they use their media to assassinate real news. They use their schools to teach children that their president is another Hitler. They use their movie stars and singers and comedy shows and award shows to repeat their narrative over and over again. And then they use their ex-president to endorse the resistance, all to make them march, make them protest, make them scream racism and sexism and xenophobia and homophobia, to smash windows, burn cars, shut down interstates and airports, bully and terrorize the law abiding until the only... Bully and terrorize the law abiding. They're just, I feel like they're conflating a lot of different things here that aren't connected to each other. Yeah, like it's just how dare these people protesting that Muslims be allowed in the country with their violence and and their school teachings about evolution. You understand why the right and the NRA are doing this, right? Hold on. It's a very obvious reason. Hold on. We'll we'll get to that. To do their jobs and stop the madness. And when that happens, they'll use it as an excuse for their outrage. The only way we stop this, the only way we save our country and our freedom. So now this is about we. They were talking about they. Now here's we. Wake up, white people. This violence of lies. Wait. (laughs) 
The only way we stop this, the only way we save our country and our freedom is to fight this violence of lies with the clenched fist of truth. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest. And this is the reaction to that by uh, Gun Nuts. Why is an NRA a woman? Yeah, right? <laughs> right. It's like Ghostbusters all over again. I don't want no guns no more. <laughs> and the reason is gun sales are down. Yeah, so they need to drum up new scare tactics There's, to sell more guns. Nobody's taking away their guns anymore. So now it. it's like you need to buy more guns because the liberals aren't buying guns now. Apparently, so you got to keep up. Liberals are. I, I saw something about how like gun sales have gone up in black and Muslim communities because they're fucking afraid for their life. I don't blame them. Yes, yeah. and then when one of them has a gun license and gets shot by a police officer, the yeah. NRA is nowhere near to defend him. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the cop gets away with it. And the cop gets away with murder. Yeah, even though there's a uh, that a footage, oh I watched God, that footage. Terrible. I usually don't watch this kind of stuff, but I really just wanted to see a black person get killed. No, I oh, want oh, fucking on. racist piece of shit. Oh son of a God. bitch. That's not what I wanted at all. Chuck I wanted told me to say that. I wanted to see the truth. I wanted to see what actually happened if it was self-defense. Like if the if the cop had probable cause to shoot him. And all I saw was a cop who clearly was not properly trained in how to deal with a stressful. He, he just freaked the fuck out and started yeah. shooting. But like why 10 it was times. a traffic stop? Why was it stressful to begin with? Because it, he was talking to a black guy, and the black guy said that he had a gun. Yeah. And then he assumed that the black guy was going for his gun, but he's like, I have a gun, but I'm not going for it. I'm going for my wallet. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, No, he's going for it. I still don't see where the stress is. Well, exactly. Well, well, that's yeah, a, well, that's what the video yeah. shows. Is that, yeah. no? This guy is not should, is unfit to be. a I don't think officer. that's even a training issue. I think that's just you're an unstable person. But it is a training. Would you issue. if if you became a cop tomorrow, no training, and you pulled over a guy who ran a red light? Would you end up killing him? I don't no, have. No, you have problem. fucking. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It well, has nothing to do with maybe training. Maybe part of the training is maybe a, screening. Maybe it's a yeah, screening issue. Yeah, you can't train the bad shit out of someone. Yeah. They can maybe, uh, if someone's reachable, you know, you can maybe yeah. influence them to do the or maybe right like, thing, we'll but. give you a desk job. Maybe you don't get to hold a gun. Why should they even have a desk job, really? Let's yeah. be real. Robin, I watched that video while eating popcorn and drinking soda stream. What? No! <laughs> My favorite is the grape flavor. MMMM. <laughs> I think he meant to say, mmm, but it's, he's a robot. Mama, mama. Mama, mumu, mumu, mumu. Mum. Mama, 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 mama. Chuck wants to say something else. I think. How bad can Trump be? He was in Home Alone too. Oh, yeah. that's a was fair he? point. Yeah. yeah, he had a cameo in the hotel. The Ugh. he was playing Donald Trump. Who knew Trump was uh, was? I mean, chant Chuck was a Trump supporter. He just—he's just a troll. Yeah. Yeah. He may—he yeah, may not even really mm-hmm. care about politics. No. But for some reason, he does think Hillary should go to prison. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants everybody to go to prison. That's true. That's—that's that's true. Yeah. Um. Well, we did it again, folks. Yeah, we did it. We did it. Did it. Yeah. Did it. Did it. 
And yes, we know the guy, the Fire Festival guy, got arrested, but I think he's already out on bail. It's fine. Oh, yeah. A lot of people messaged us about it this oh, week. Oh, yeah, on fraud. He got arrested on fraud charges. <laughs> on wire fraud. For claiming Ja Rule was a musician. <laughs> well, is Ja Rule going to have to face the same... Uh... Probably not. He already did his jail time. That was the studio time writing this, right? Mm-hmm. That was the jail time. Yeah. Oh. This is heavier than that acoustic fun song. <laughs> Man, I miss the old New York. What's up, baby? Born in the USA. I know this, these lyrics. Yeah. You did it to yourself. I did it to myself. Oh, wait, wait. Never more. You're with me, Okay. Chuck here. I am not a partisan. Throw Trump. Hillary and Dudarino all into the same cell with the killer of Lebikotsky. No. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, see, he's not a partisan. He's uh, he he hates everyone equally. Yeah, he just he's just for whatever's negative. <laughs> oh, Chuck, you, you wily bastard! You. Yeah. At least he's consistent. That's, yeah, that's that's fair. I don't like the things he says. He's pushing cripples down flights of stairs. I mean, yeah. why was the cripple even standing by a staircase? What was he thinking? It was interesting. He wasn't, he wasn't standing. <laughs> why, so maybe he was standing. It made it easier for him to push. I say that's what it I. It was that, a miracle. He was overcoming his Lou Gehrig's, oh, and then Chuck ruined it. That was such a twist because you thought when Chuck pushed him that he caused the injury, but really he was already injured. Yeah, just made it worse. <laughs> it's like those- thank you for listening. You should follow me on Twitter. Oh. My handle is Bland Injection. Also, I guess follow Rob Injection and Noah Injection and my live cast on Twitter and on Facebook. Oh, who cares anymore? Hmm. Is that a question? Uh, yeah. Technically. Yeah. I think it was rhetorical. Yeah. Though. I care, Chuck. Okay? Right. I still care. I have optimism <laughs> for the human race, despite your antics. <laughs> All right. Well... This was a lovely 4th of July episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this was very American. I'm so glad that we got to meet Baba Mario. <laughs> no. Yes. She, she sounds wonderful. Does Chuck have anything to say about Baba Mario? Any <laughs> final Where's wishes? Where's my hair on? <laughs> <laughs> I guess Baba Mario was his hair on dealer. Oh, no. She was his heroine. <laughs> oh, I get it. With an E at the end. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's going to be our show. Remember to call in next week. We'll be giving away lots of stuff. Oh, yeah. We'll have trivia. Mm-hmm. No, not trivium. Trivia. Could you get some trivium trivia? I could, yeah. Why not? I feel like I made that joke one time when Matt Heafy called in and it was bad. I'd rather make it about more broad yeah. you know, topics. So like Vixen? No, not broad. No. That's our show, folks. The old New York. (laughs) We'll be back next week at a regular time. And for now, 
Follow us on social media. We post every day. And if you listen on iTunes, spread the news by rating and review us. Yes, very nice. I want to be part of it. New York, New York. These vagabond shoes are longing to stray. Right through the very heart of it New York, New York I want to wake up In a city that doesn't sleep And find I'm king of the hill Okay Top of the heap Okay These little town blues Okay, you know are melting away I'll make a brand new start of it in old if I can make it there I'll make it Vampiro! Vampiro! Anywhere it's up to you New York New York New York, New York. I want to wake up Buddy. in a city that never sleeps. I am a woman, first of all. And find I'm a number one. I think so. Top of the list. <laughs> Of course. These little town blues. Oh, yeah. Oh, melting away. Um, well, I'm well, I'm what? I'm gonna make a brand new start of it. In old, In old New York. It's up to you. Oh yes, um, 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 um oh yes, um, I. More like New York. Stop making curious jokes, first of all.